Hello, everyone, and welcome to Marvelous Movie Mondays. Another Monday, another podcast. Uh, I'm joined with Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey, how you doing? I'm doing great, Jill. How are you? Cool. I'm great. Yeah, we just had a great oh, draft good. yesterday. Uh, a Tom Hanks draft. So I wanted to preface with that because there was a poll and there was a little bit of a contest to see who has the best draft every month for draft day. So uh, if you want, go watch that episode. I'm going to link it up in the top right right there. Go watch the Tom Hanks episode. That's why my stuff is all Tom Hanks. I've got force gump behind me all this mm. stuff. um but yeah uh go watch that draft day if you want uh if you're listening on podcast go to the dill pickle movie network on youtube go to that draft day episode and uh watch it and then click the link to get to the facebook page to then vote for the winner um very interesting in the polls right now uh don't want to say who's in the lead because i'd be bragging but uh it, it's it's a pretty close pretty close uh, race with everyone uh so so i'm very excited to see how that pans out we got more wow. voters on this particular poll than we've ever gotten so like i'm, I'm good to see it's nice to see more people more faces uh participating so if you're interested in that go check that out but now onto the marvel stuff not a lot of news my big news was just that uh dr strange and multiverse of madness is now on disney plus so if you missed it uh now you can catch that also um obi-wan's over you got to find something else to watch before uh stranger things part two of season whatever it is uh, watch dr strange and multiverse of madness maybe watch it again maybe you'll like it more or less uh i hope to do the same um and hopefully we'll like it more than i did uh because yeah, I, I just keep thinking about some of those visuals, and I'm like, that was so damn cool. But then I'm like, that mm. story was so damn not cool. Um, <laughs> so maybe I'll like it more, maybe I'll like it less. But I gave else? it another, I gave it another rewatch still. Oh, cool, um, cool, cool. And yeah, and I and I liked it. I enjoyed okay. it. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of good stuff um, uh, in Marvel going on right now. Speaking of, uh, this is a. Uh, different podcast than we promised last week. Uh, we had some scheduling issues, so we're going to push our trivia. We're going to do two trivia things for you in July. So we're going to have one at the very start of July, July 4th, um, uh, just July 4th this year. Uh, I refuse to call it anything else. Um, but mm. it, we will be doing a uh, trivia doubleheader with uh, Brian. Or sorry, no, Brian was on draft day. Brian is not a trivia. It's Chris Diaz taking on Malcolm Lay. They are both 1-0 mm. looking for their second win. And then uh, Corey Ross stepping back into the ring after a few months, taking on J.D., uh, in his third match. So uh, that is going to be a fun double header. We have filmed one of the matches. We will not spoil who won and who lost. Uh, and we have another one to film. But those will be coming out July 4th. Today, we are doing uh, Miss Marvel Episode 3. Because we still have stuff to talk about. Even if the trivia matches uh, scheduling puts us behind a week. We just bump everything up around a, a week. So uh, we got Episode 3 to talk about. Uh, Kelsey, we were, we were very much fans of the first episode. We're a little lackluster on the second one. Uh, mm -hmm. Blanket thoughts on this third one. What did you think? You know, it just felt like a lot is went on in this episode. Yeah. Just like there was a lot, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of different forces at play here. Mm -hmm. We got to know some new characters, some characters yep, that have popped up since a post credit scene in the first episode keep like annoyingly inching their way to every <laughs> episode, somehow yeah, appearing yeah, yeah. right where we need them slash don't need them. Very convenient. Yeah. Don't want them. Yeah. And uh -huh. it's. It And it's like a lot of like, you know, being introduced to this whole new culture and mm -hmm. these new characters and a lot's getting thrown out at the audience at once. I yeah. feel like, especially in this episode. Definitely. Yeah. A lot goes on, but it's funny. Cause like you, you say like the stuff about the culture and, and the, the characters and stuff. I think I'm liking the show more the further removed from the superhero stuff it is if that makes mm. sense like i like i'm just sure. enjoying it as a family drama as a drama about relationships whereas like when it ever gets into the stuff about the bangle and like that's very interesting but i'm just kind of like 
Yeah, but I want to see like how she navigates this big secret in school. It's like if you replace superhero with like um, maybe like sexuality or like a hidden talent, like maybe she's a great singer or maybe she loves to dance or something like I think that would just be a compelling drama as is. You have a family who Mm -hmm. doesn't approve of that, who is very restrictive, very sheltering. And then you have this girl who either has a secret or has some hidden thing that she wants to express. I like that angle of it. I love the wedding, uh, just culture and atmosphere. I love the fact that there are people who are trying to like, you know, abuse that talent or hunt down that talent. I like how there's almost kind of like this religious tie-in as well. Um, but the actual superhero stuff, I'm just kind of like, okay, you know, and, and that's so interesting for Marvel because usually it's the other way. Yeah. Around. It's like the action is so cool, but the story itself either doesn't live up to the action or, or it does. And then it's really, really good. So uh, it's very interesting uh, this episode because I feel like we got a lot of good, those really good cute character moments, human moments, uh, just relationship moments, but the actual superhero stuff, I'm still just like, okay, you know, um, yeah just hasn't no, I, quite hit that peak uh yet for me yeah i agree with you dale i also think that we just haven't even it feels like we haven't even gotten that much of her as like a superhero like i feel like the second right. episode we had that all that like training montage and then she tried to save that kid you know on as successfully as she could uh for being super untrained and knew it all this but you know i don't i don't think that like the plot is what's keeping me interested just like as a whole Mm -hmm. i think really the driving force for me in this in this show is the characters like i agree kamala and bruno's relationship this wench now with um comron her family Mm -hmm. members i find her brother very entertaining especially since like this episode was around him and and his wedding and everything like we got to see more of him and i just think like Mm -hmm. he's hysterical and we have all these like very interesting colorful unique characters like driving this show and i think that is the most entertaining factor for sure i think it's interesting because like origin stories it's like you have to explain the powers and then show how those powers incorporate themselves into the storyline here i feel like we're still in the explanation phase where we're still kind of explaining what is going on and Mm -hmm. i i wanted to kind of get to the okay but then what are we going to do with that and we've gotten a little bit of that like in certain scenes but it, it seems like mostly still the whole like questioning what it is and i feel like now for three episodes it's been what is going on now we've mm. only got three episodes left and it's like now where are we gonna go with it and i still think the next episode's still gonna be a lot of the same what's going on uh but let's get into it let, let, let's look into the re- recap yeah. um because this this actual this episode doesn't really go in a ton of different places it's generally all takes place in in a very similar uh like like all the action kind of takes place in the same place it's not like we're bouncing Mm -hmm. around from location to location there's a little bit of that early on but but it's mostly like we're not going back to the school a lot cutting to the guidance counselor it's it's always just like the big focus is the wedding and 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 also the fallout from the last episode it's like very much just act one act two this episode so um but tell us about it Kels, because we did leave off on a cliffhanger we were wondering you know is Kamran legit or not (laughs) Uh, mm-hmm. And I still, I still like to believe he is, but we'll talk about it. Um, we'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk. So, uh, Miss Marvel episode three, titled "Destined." Okay. Mm. Um, in the midst of Am- Amir's wedding, Kamala is introduced to a group of supernatural beings who depend on her help to get back to their home. That is correct. Um, yeah. Thank you. So, so let's let's start with the beginning <laughs> of this episode, right where we left off with the last one. <laughs> You said that in your trivia voice. You were like, that is correct. (laughs) (laughs) In the same cadence you do. (laughs) Oh, we're just in trivia mode here. Um, Okay, so we open right off the bat with our Marvel intro after our previously on. And we are kind of in the midst of this almost music that 
you know, this music's playing in the background that feels very climaxy. You know, it feels very mm. menacing, like, you know, yeah. something bad's about to happen. Something's about to jump out on screen. Uh, miss minutes, perhaps. Um, but instead, <laughs> we get a t- we get a title card. <laughs> we get a title card and it says British Occupied India 1942. Mm. Um, which I was the entire time they're talking about, like, I mean, I guess like the parents were talking about like how British, how the British left Pakistan a mess. And in my head, I don't know why, but I just thought it was like way back in like the 1800s. Like I didn't think okay. that like British was occupying India still in mm. like the year 1942. That just feels like too recent to me, but I'm mixing up my dates. I, I, I was never a big history, history guy. I mean, I, mean, I mean, Kelsey knows. So we were in a history class together in high school. Like Kelsey would always be the one answering all the questions. I'd be sitting in the back like this. And then our buddy Simeon would be sitting next to us, probably reading, reading whatever book of the week he wanted. Uh, it just, it, you know, I, I was not the best student when it came to history class, just because I was like, Mm-mm. I want to know about like film history. I want to know about like history of the Yankees. I gotcha. don't want to know about the history of other countries, which at the time was a very stupid way outlook. And now I wish I did learn mm. more because I'm very fascinated in history now. It's just what growth does to you. So, um, well, Dill, yeah. I paid attention in history and let me tell you, it's all very whitewashed and like well, not so the maybe, complete maybe, history. Maybe, maybe I getting. was smart then. Maybe I was smart then. <laughs> maybe I was smart. Possibly. So we were in this flashback to 1942 and there's this group of people they're digging in the cave they're they're looking for the bangle and then the woman that we met last episode um, finds it and it's attached to an arm. Uh, whether or not that was a person or a statue or whatever it was, they just found it attached to a severed arm and they we find they need two like they there's a set of bangles and they only have the one. So then we meet Aisha, the great grandmother in this flashback. And she's like, you know what, when we'll have to do the British start, you know, invading the temple um, or the cave, wherever they are. And they're like, you know, what, we're just going to they're like, we're going to go this way. Aisha's going to go this way. They split up. They never see each other again. So obviously, Aisha probably ended up in some other dimension, I'm assuming, while the others, you know, got stuck here. So then we're back at present day and we find out that they are all from another dimension and they've been trying to get home now for the past 100 years. And the only reason why they found Kamala and know who she is is because there was like um, an energy, uh, some sort of connection they had to the bangle Mm. when she used it for the first time. So the bangle has kind of been singling, signaling, excuse me, (laughs) signaling to them, um, you know where to find her and and how to get to yeah. her and everything, and that's which where is we why saw, she's like, been having yeah, the, the picture yeah. of yeah the woman yeah these like know you know Kamran's very yeah exactly these like premonitions you know Kamala's yeah, yeah, been yeah. getting every time she uh, used the bangle, so they she says that every time she um, yes we find out that Kamran is one of them one of these um, clandestines clandestines. <laughs> Clandestines. Gotcha. All right. Listen, it took me a second. It's okay. I'm like, I know I've heard that word before. It's in a Taylor Swift yeah. song, I think. Um, <laughs> go figure. And so she describes uh Kamala's power. She's like, Oh, every time you use the nor, and she's like, Oh, nor means light. And then Kamala has this moment where she's like, Nor girl. She's like, No, that's that's not good either. Like she's still trying yeah, to figure yeah, out yeah. a name for herself. Name. I just thought it was yeah. very funny. Yeah. Um 
And essentially they tell Kamala that they need her to get them home because they can't use the bangle in this dimension. Their power is not strong enough. But because Kamala is from this dimension, if she uses the bangle, they'll be able to get home. Um, and, you know, Kamala's kind of hesitant to help them because she's like, every time I use this bangle, like something bad's happened. I almost really hurt a kid the last time I used it. Yeah. I don't know if like I'm up to do this. Um, I, I defend her. I think she, he wouldn't have been he would have been a lot more hurt without her. But that's just my thought. No, I I agree. Yeah. I just think that, you know, yeah. I mean, I he was hurt see... in the brain when he said he liked ice cream pizza, but anyway. Yeah, he was he was hurt in the brain when we saw him try to take a selfie out the window <laughs> of a clock tower. So that kid, he there's no hope for him, okay? He, he could have fallen. <laughs> we would have been better off. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, I don't want to go there uh, with it. Um, he is fictional, so like I, I guess that's okay to air on YouTube. But like, let's, I... let's be careful, Kelsey. Not to... Not to... Sorry, I laughed through that because I didn't mean it. I was gonna say we've got a lot of uh, bent up, uh, uh, just like enclosed anger uh, this week. Yes, it's it's been a tough time. It's been a really tough time. So I'm fine, you know. However, we need to cope um, with current (laughs) current events. If it means wishing death upon children for taking selfies out the window who like ice cream on their Italian pizza, uh, oop! I just broke the cap on my can. Uh, Let's 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 move on. I like Jill said. I have a lot of displaced anger that I need to, you know, let out. I, I, everything. I don't. I might probably don't match you in that anger, but I feel so much anger. So I'm with you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I wish I could punch something right now. Uh. But but healthily, like not a person, but like a. a No. Yeah. Not not the little kid that Kelsey wants to throw (laughs) from the window. Sorry, the only way I can cope was with dark humor. Okay, I'm sorry. It's, It's fine. It's it's fine. It's fine. Dark humor's good. Dark humor's good. Oh, man. So anyway, another name for this group of people is the Jinn, which is spelled D-J-I-N-N, yeah, in case which, you're curious. Which then provided probably the cringiest line of dialogue in the whole episode, which we'll get to in a bit. But Oh, um, stop. I love this line. I wrote it down because I oh love it so much. I thought it was the cringiest thing I've ever heard in my life. Go ahead. Go say so, it. Kamala seeks Bruno's help, and she tells him, I'm I'm a Jinn. And he goes, and he follows with, and tonic? When would you ever respond? When, when, when would you ever? That's say a that? knee slapper. Come on. For- I would say, okay, ask me. Tell you tell me. I'm I, you're a gin. I tell you what the real response would be. I'm a gin. A what? That's what the response would be. Because like how? I don't he was know. just making it funny. I think that you just don't like Bruno anymore. <laughs> so you you got really annoyed with Bruno last episode. So now when he's trying to make his silly little jokes, you're like, this boo, this guy stinks. Like you're throwing <laughs> tomatoes at him. <laughs> like the SpongeBob guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brother, yeah. this guy stinks. This guy stinks. stinks. Um, yeah. yeah. That's you with Bruno. But I thought it was a, a cute and kitschy line. So I liked it. Um, so essentially Kamala's trying to ask him like, oh, do you know anything about interdimensional travel? Like, is this ringing any bells for you? Something about the Nord dimension. And he's like, oh, I actually think I read a paper on interdimensional travel by Dr. Eric Selvig, our good buddy old pal from Thor. Thor. Running naked in some the dark world yeah um avengers good Um, good stuff you know she's recollecting the uh the trivia (laughs) brain she's like what movies and it's so interesting because they're the entire time they're doing this i'm like 
he definitely wrote a whole paper about this because of the uh because of the uh power stone not the power stone this the space stone in Ooh. avengers you know what Showing i mean because like people. that was yeah sorry, all right it was a misspeak <laughs> okay i misspoke i'm so sorry it's the space zone also known as the tesseract okay i even know the science name for it um so yeah i feel like that's totally what influenced the paper because that yeah. was all about you know teleporting all these creatures from space onto earth so True. yeah but you know infinity stones are no more so they have to figure out a different way to do yeah interdimensional travel take a shot for every time i say interdimensional travel um so then so now we're at the mosque and the agents who are actually a part of the department of damage control which i did not get from the first time i saw these people which we it this is not the first time we have met the Department of Damage Control. We met them in Spider-Man Homecoming yep. when oh. they came and uh, took over um, Michael Keaton's job. And that's why he right, lost right, his right. job and wanted, you know, revenge on everyone. Mm -hmm. um, so that was yep. that was the first time we uh, gotcha. yeah. met the Department of Damage Control. But this lady sucks. Oh, my God. She you really don't like so her. Yeah. Bad. I Maybe don't her like her. Bruno got to go hang out. You know, she no, do not corrupt my Bruno like that. He is better than <laughs> that. Are Bruno. you joking? Um, yeah. So she just like walks, prances into the mosque and is like, all right, full sweep. We're we're looking for the girl. She We know she operates out of this mosque. Like, go ahead, like start searching. And mm -hmm. Nakia steps <clears throat> forward and is like, excuse me, I know my rights. You can't come in here and search us without a warrant. Yeah. And, you know, the mosque man uh, backs her up and is like, you know what? Come back when you have a warrant. And, uh, you know, she really sticks to her guns. Yeah. And I, I feel like I really... this interaction is what got her. Yeah. I really like this this interaction, this moment. I like how they're kind of bringing almost like a pseudo political angle to this, like mm -hmm. just in terms of like minorities and and or at least like different religious groups and the way they practice and just the the way some sort of criminal justice uh, branches like interfere with with religion, even some in some places. Uh, uh, maybe there's some undertones also there. Um, uh, yeah, I really like this storyline because I I think it also mm -hmm. makes a lot it brings a lot of impact to the whole moment that we have later with her when she finds out the the big secret that Kamala has, you know, like that, mm -hmm. that to me is, is one of the more effective storylines in this big episode and in this series so far. I really do like that friendship and just this whole dynamic with the mosque and just, uh, just what her secret means and what it could mean for her people and her culture and all that stuff. So. Yeah. Really, really important, yeah. like empowering stuff. Um, yeah. So then we find out that Nakia won the seat on the board for the mosque. And I was like, yay, Nakia. Did she? I, we... thought she, I thought she said she was a board member. And then the guy looked at her and she was like, well, I, I mean, I'm going to get the votes. And then she handed the poster. <laughs> well, in the next scene when she's talking to oh, Kamala, okay. well, she like right, comes in and like face plans. Okay, yeah. so oh, no, no, no. Between we, now, we then and there, we've, we've, she's gotten elected. Yes. So now she is officially gotten elected. And I cool. do believe that this interaction with like, you know, the Department of Damage Control is, you know, with some onlookers watching her, they were probably like, yeah. she has her back. I'm going to vote I for her. I wish we had seen it though. I wish we had gotten that. Yeah, moment. you're right. Oh. I, that's just what I'm in 
inferring yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now we're into some pre-wedding festivities. People are getting henna tattoos. There's lots of food. Everyone's hanging out. The bride is getting pampered. I did do a tad bit of research into what it's like to yeah, have a, a Pakistani wedding. So when um, the when um, Amir came out and was like, you guys, funny joke, you were only supposed to hide one of my shoes, not all of my shoes. So this is just a game that they play um, where the bride side, whoever the oldest girl is on the bride side, who's unmarried, takes the shoe, takes a pair of the groom's shoes when he walks into the house because they remove their shoes oh, whenever yeah. they enter a house or a mm. place of worship or anything. And so they take the shoes and the bride side of the family spends the whole party trying to find them while the groom side of the family tries to find spends the whole party trying to find them. So yeah. it's just a little cute little, you know, hide and seek cute. game they yeah. play. Um, it's during this scene where we, uh, Bruno gifts Kamala a mask. Um, mm -hmm. a really cute looking mask. I like wonder, <laughs> I'm like, did he make this? Like, did he find it? It's like I so perfect. It, yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's like just, it's like not too flashy. There's not much going on. It's like, it's like a really nice. It's aesthetic. like the Incredibles. I'm, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's like it's it just like it, yeah. it goes on smooth. Yeah. yeah. Dill, can I just say that when the Incredibles, like the just the animation style of when they put on their masks, it's so like seamless. It's like really appeasing. Pleasing. Yeah. It's yeah. really pleasing to look at and watch, and I just love it, it every time because like it doesn't make any sense because then their <laughs> eyes just open. They're it's like their eyes are closed. They put on the mask, and then their the eyes open, animation. and it's like perfect. Yeah, that's funny. So, but. I love that a lot. Um, and so the mosque man gives Kamala some advice. He goes, being good is not something you are. It's something you choose to do. So, you know, Kamala kind of has that in the back of her head for the rest of the time. She's like, yeah, like, really, I'm going to start doing good things for people. Yeah, I really, I really like that line of dialogue, too. It's, it's kind of shocking that it came out of the same script that Gin and Tonic did. But, you know. <laughs> All right, we've moved past it. Hey, hey, I, I'm a critic. I got to be critical of things that I don't like. Sorry. I understand. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to uh, Bruno's convenience store. He's working the night shift, which is why he couldn't be there at like the pre-wedding celebration. And uh, Mr. Khan comes in to buy. He's buying some host hostess uh, pastry that his he says that his wife doesn't allow him to eat. So he's like, hey keep this on the down low for me and but bruno's in the midst of doing all of his interdimensional gin and tonic research so he's you know trying to keep this hidden from uh mr khan as much as he can yeah. but you know mr khan notices he he goes oh i recognize i uh, recognize this why are you reading about the gin and uh bruno's like oh my multi uh, cultural studies class like whatever he says and you know he kind of translates some of the text for him it better helps Bruno understand kind of mm -hmm. what's going on. So essentially Bruno comes to the conclusion that an interdimensional travel is possible theoretically, mm. but you need a base energy. You need the base energy of the sun. And if you are using that on earth, he's like, if the base energy you need is the sun, that also means the margin of error is just as large as that. So ah. you like anything could happen, you know, right. she could explode like the entire earth could blow up essentially. Um, yeah. So 
Kamala says like, oh, like now tell it to me like you have a social life. So I understand. Go. And he goes, well, if you if you help them, some things might explode. And she's like, oh, it might. So there's a chance that things might not explode. Uh, So then Bruno finally comes clean to Kamala about Caltech. He's like, yeah, I, I think I have to go because I feel like he's probably feeling a little shoved out of Kamala's life now that she has all this going on with her powers and these people and Kamran. And uh-huh. I think he's just feeling a little bit yeah. rejected. So I think well, he's like, she's fine. Uh, she's finding herself. He needs to find himself, yeah. you know, and that's, that's a big part true. of college. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not in college yet. Oh, it would be summer program. Ah, okay. But still it's about finding himself, you know, and, and I think that's good for Bruno. I like this side of Bruno. He's, he's finally maturing a little and, and, yeah. and putting himself first. No. Yeah. You're not wrong. So then we have this sweet little scene between Kamala and her mom and she's asked and Kamala asks her like, Oh, have you ever felt like, you know, everything you ever wanted is just like, not as good as you thought it was going to be. And you feel like, you know, you can't really, do anything right basically and uh her mom reveals that you know america was the biggest mountain she had overcome because when Mm. she got here she didn't speak english very well she had to you know come accustomed to so many different things she didn't know anyone it was the she said it was the loneliest she ever felt and you know but as time went on like she got more comfortable being in america and you know she overcome her she overcame her mountain and kamala will overcome hers as well and i just think that, that it's nice. really nice to see like a, just like a a really nice like relationship between them and a mother and a daughter just yeah. because as a daughter who has a mother i find this relationship to be rather accurate and relatable because like you know one minute you go to wanting to rip each other's heads off to her helping you bandage up your scraped knee in the bathroom, giving you life advice. It's just like, it's a very dynamic roller coaster of a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So so now we're finally at the wedding and there's a fun little dance sequence. I loved this (laughs) so much this is what i I wish the whole episode was just a wedding i I honestly wish you know you know how last week i said i wish half of it was like the um like her and the bangle stuff and the other half was like her and the bruno and comrade stuff i wish they had they had lumped some of that like other bangle stuff with that and just made this episode like started with the dance and just have have like 30 minutes of just wedding and then get to Mm. the crazy stuff that happens at the wedding because i was like this is so fun i love this um and and seeing mom dance and seeing dad dance and seeing the the groom dance like that was so fun i love this bruno i don't know why he needed to be front and center but you know you know he's not in the family he's adjacent to it but who cares uh it was still a lot of fun um it was it was was really fun I, i love this scene it was really fun. It was giving me very much like Schmidt dancing at CC's yes, wedding yes, energy yes, from New Girl, yes, and I was, yes. and that's just a on a joyful scene to watch as well. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was. I agree with you, Jill. It was a, it was a lot, a lot of fun. Um, so then Comron comes in, interrupts the festivities, and is like, "Hey, I came to warn you." Like the gin, they're coming because they decided that they can't wait for you to decide whether or not you're going to help them. They're going to make you help them. Um, So Kamala does the only thing she can think of to make sure everyone's safe. And she pulls a fire alarm to get everyone out of the building while all these like gin goons are, you know, chasing her around an epic fight sequence breaks out by one of the iconic 
uh, stars from New Jersey, Mr. John Bon Jovi. Uh, his living on the living on a prayer starts playing underneath this fight yeah. sequence, and let me and tell you, I was into it. At first, I thought it was going to be the cover band that was there, the Brown Jovi. Um, yeah, that that was going to... I was like, oh my God, are they going to do a cover? And then it was the actual song. But like, yeah. I did like that. Again, they're using the Jersey cultural uh, references. But I love that there was like a Muslim cover band of Bon Jovi. I just thought that was hilarious. Mm, just at the yeah. wedding. It was just, it was my favorite little visual gag of, of the uh, of the episode. Favorite, yeah, favorite yeah. joke. It totally redeemed gin, gin and tonic for me. Uh, but yeah. Good, I'm glad. Uh, so then... There's all this fighting happens. They're fighting in the kitchen. You know, we see uh, Kamala's using her powers as like a shield a lot to like, you know, Mm -hmm. she's really on the defense of things. She's not really attacking or trying to hurt anyone up until Bruno gets hurt. And she's like, oh, hell to the no. You are not going (laughs) to hurt my friend. And that is when her fist literally goes flying. And she's able to knock out all these people as her fist becomes huge and extends out from her. Um, Kamran also shows up to defend her honor. He does some like whippy things with a whip. Yeah. Anyway, I gotta say, and this is where you know I know I we were kind of questioning Kamran, but I think mm. he really showed his true colors here that he is here for Kamala because I really do think you know why would he sell out his own family you know if he was unless it's just to get closer to her so she can Hans of the Southern Isles her but like I really mm. don't think that's the case like I really do think he genuinely cares about her enough especially in those little moments in the kitchen where he was kind of getting like embarrassed when they were talking about him talking about yeah. her like yeah um I, I really do think he shows true colors here yes the the Bruno Brian stuff like Bruno's still getting annoyed <laughs> but like I really yeah. do think he he has her best uh intentions in mind and and I like how he like warned her about this you know like he didn't have to um, but I think that honestly makes it almost like a little star crossed, you know, cause like mm. this side is out together and she's trying to battle against the side, but she loves that guy. Like, like, I think this is a cool relationship. And like, I know a lot of people are still team Bruno, but I'm fully team Kamran because I also mm-hmm. just like where the story is going with their relationship too. Cause I think, I, I don't know. I still, I still trust him. I still trust yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, I trust him too, Dill. I don't think that he's going to Hans it on her because I don't think that you get thrown off a balcony and land head first. If right. you're still just going to turn out to be the bad guy at the end, that fall looks right. pretty serious. I'm pretty yeah. nervous I, for him. I thought he honestly died at first, but then I was like, nah, they can't. He, They're not going to kill him. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Oh, well, hey, you, you you were expecting the kid from last <laughs> Okay, episode, listen, guys, so. I was going to move past it so quick. You, like, distracted me so much because I was like, yeah, like, the kid in the clock tower. But then I didn't <laughs> want to go there. So uh, I, I was there, like, I I was like there, nope, there. just just move on to so, your next thought. So, yeah, Bon Jovi's playing. Kamran gets thrown off a balcony. I can't help but feel, Dale, though I'm nervous that they're going to get too close. And at the end of the day, Kamran is going to have to go back to his own dimension. Ah. Uh. And then who's she going to cry in whose arms? Bruno's. Oh, I was going to anyway. say Captain, Captain Marvel's. Because um, <laughs> we, know, we know they're setting up the little seeds that Carol Danvers might show up. Because who's going to sure. give her the name? She, I can't think of a name. Light Bright, uh, whatever her, all the names she was thinking of and whatever. Like, I think it's going to, the ending of the show, if I had to make it, would be Brie Larson being like, you're Miss Marvel. Like, I, I, it mm. just, I, I see it written in the stars, but... Maybe we'll see. Good prediction, Dill. I like it. So then, as Kamala is surrounded on all sides, Bruto is hurt. He must something happened to his shoulder, his arm, his elbow. I don't know the whole, all of the above. He's he's incapac. He's not helpful at all. No. 
There's a joke. So, I, 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 I'm, I'm tough on Bruno, but it's because I care about him and I, I want him to succeed, you know? Okay. No, that's a, that's a way to look at it, sure. <laughs> and so the Department of Damage Control show up and the woman, of course, is just strolling her way in. She's <laughs> like, we got him. Oh, my God. And then, oh, God, I hate her. And so Kamala and Bruno use this opportunity to escape. Um, as they're walking out the door, uh, Kamala uses her powers to shut it behind her and Nakia runs up, sees it and is like, oh my God, like you are, you are nightlight. Like you are, you've been the girl this whole time. And you know, if I found out that my friend was a superhero and she didn't tell me, I would be so hurt. I would be like, are you joking? You think I'm going to snitch? And with the extra bonus of the mosque stuff, you know, like that's where I think this yeah. is so interesting because there's also that yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. stakes with her too. Also, this ha- this moment just reminded me of Hannah Montana because like I remember watching mm. Hannah Montana in real time <laughs> and like those reveals coming of like Oliver's finding out this week. Stay tuned on Hannah Montana. It's the preview yeah, of her yeah, like, yeah. chewing the gum and her ripping off the, the hair. Uh, and yep. then there was also the episode where Lily found out. I was like, this is like so good. Like I, I was like, this is taking me back. Uh, it almost feels like a Disney Channel original movie or a Disney Channel original show with superheroes. And honestly, yeah, I, I think it's great. I, I think the secret stuff, it, it's its its very Hannah Montana to me. It's just the singing is now superpowers. Um, no, I love, I love that comparison, yeah. Dill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, You're you. so right. So then Kamala gets home after all of this and her parents are like, did you pull the fire alarm? Like, what's going on with you? Who are those people? Like, we just need to know. Like, if you don't tell mm-hmm. us, we can't help you. And Kamala's like, I just, I can't tell you. And she just mm-hmm. strolls up to her room yeah. where she gets a call from Nani. Well, before she you get to that, though, her- I just want to, I just oh, want to say, okay. I, remember Go how ahead. we were like, do we think mom knows? I don't know if mom knows, actually, because this scene made me think she doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah. it just really didn't seem like she was bluffing her at this point. I, I honestly think her mom's just as much in the dark as she was. I really do. Yeah, I think so, too, because yeah. I think now that I'm thinking about it, Jill, I feel like because even because during like the pre-wedding scene when the, like all the, you know, all the family members were gathering at their house, she said something along the lines of like, my mother didn't even show up for my wedding. Why would she show up for my sons? Like, of course, right, yeah. you know, she's not here. So I feel like yeah. there's some deeper animosity between yeah. her her mother and her grandmother, Aisha, yeah. because they've probably been keeping this secret from her. She doesn't know why they've been so distant or not always there for her all the right. time. And it's because of this bangle and this life and these powers and everything. And now that Kamala's into it, she's like, I don't know what's going on with my freaking right. family, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, then she gets a call. I agree with then you. Then she gets a call. Yeah. Yes. Then she gets a call from Nani. Who... <laughs> Tells her, oh, like, did you did you see it? Did you see the train? And Kamala's like, how do you know about the train? Because, you know, when before the Department of Damage Control came in, uh, the woman grabbed onto the bangle Kamala was wearing. And then we saw a train that had um, Karachi on the front of it. And her grandmother's like, well, you got to get here. That you You have to come. So you have to come to book the next flight out you're coming to Karachi and uh, that's how our episode ended. Yeah. It's very interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see where this goes because um, again, it feels like we're still in the, like what's going on phase. And I'm worried we're yeah. going to be in that the whole time, you know, like mm. I'm, I'm just worried that like, because I feel like 
it almost feels like they should have just done like a movie of the origin stuff and then do like a series of her in action because it just feels mm. like an origin story spread across six episodes is taking a little time to get there just like moon knight i felt like it got there a little quicker to figure out what was going on to then get into the action to then kind of go back and re-explain some things that we didn't know rather than just front-loading it with all the like backstory and stuff but i am liking a lot of the energy of the show i, I still think it's very vibrant and fun those those wedding sequences were so good like part mm-hmm. of me just wishes they could have just made this as a regular series without superheroes but obviously the superhero thing is like the novelty of it but like sure it's the ha- family drama and the dynamics and, and all that friendship stuff that it's, it's just really working with me like resonating with me so yeah dill yeah, i i agree i think that you know at the end of the day like this is the mcu and superhero <laughs> stuff is going to be the focus. I know, I know. But I know. Uh, I'm just yeah. curious now how she's going to get to Karachi because how is she going to get on a plane or go or anything without her family knowing? Like, what's going to well, happen? There may be a cameo coming. I, it hasn't been confirmed, but, you know, I did allude to her earlier. Maybe Captain Marvel will give her a ride. Maybe. Is that too Maybe. early? I think it's too early. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I I don't know. I never know. Do you, have, do you have any predictions though? I mean, it's hard here because it's like we can't really predict stuff because we're still kind of in the exposition phase. But like, I I really don't know what to expect. I'm just kind of staying open minded. But do you have any thoughts, predictions before we head into next week? I think that she's probably going to have to come in contact with the great grandmother, right? Aisha's yeah. got to be out there somewhere. She has the other bangle, and I think that maybe you know at some point like. Kamala's going to end up with both of them. But at least I want her to because like I want her to have these powers yeah. and I want her to, you know, live out her dreams of being a superhero and, you know, saving the day and everything. So For sure. All right. So that's it. I mean, that, that was the episode. I mean, a lot happened, but it was like kind of stretched out. Like the bulk of this episode was the wedding and that fight. But uh, a lot mm-hmm. of good stuff, though. Uh, I think it's better than last week's, but I'm still kind of like wishing it would get back to what the magic of the first episode because i think that was the most like drama like just character centric episode whereas this one it was just kind of like still explaining the mythology which i get you have to do but it's like we only have six episodes and that's one thing that these marvel series i'm just kind of like get to get to the action a little sooner so that way the finale is mm. not packed and jam-packed but uh, i'm really interested to see the nikia stuff uh or nakia stuff uh, nakia there's a, there's a nakia and a nakia, nakia uh, and nakia <laughs> uh but yeah like I, I really do think that's gonna be an interesting dynamic even more interesting than like bruno or Comron or anything like that like that's gonna be yeah to me the sure. most inter- interesting thing to see unfold but yeah all right well there there it is i mean that was a little <laughs> bit of a short one, one. Uh, but yeah, no, there's not much else to say. Uh, next week, we will have trivia for you. We promise. Uh, but this was a nice little placeholder. Uh, so July 4th, we will have the, that double header. And then after that, the next week, the 11th. Yes, I did the math right. Uh, July 11th, we will have uh, episodes four and five reviewed. And then after that, we'll do uh, the sixth episode. Maybe. Uh, I don't know what Thor Love and Thunder is actually. When is Thor Love and Thunder? July 8th. So, so you know what, people, uh, you are going to be getting, uh, we may need to double up because we're going to get trivia on the fourth. Um, uh, July 11th will be our Thor Love and Thunder review. Maybe we might not even get to the, uh, the Miss Marvel stuff till the next week. So it might be a little while till we talk about Miss Marvel, but, uh, maybe mm-hmm. we just do a long, uh, just a long episode to just talk about the second half of the season or something like that. But well, either way, that's good that we have a lot of stuff coming because it means that we're busy and Marvel's busy and, 
sometimes we're we're you know we have too many projects we don't know what to do with but then sometimes we're like waiting in long off seasons so uh, mm. it's nice that we have we have stuff to talk about for the next few weeks so next week trivia week after thor love and thunder and then we'll get into some more miss marvel but uh yeah this was fun any any last words kels where, where can they find you uh, you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey A. Kilpatrick. You can find me on TikTok at Cause13, or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Cause Productions. Yay. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, thank you for bearing <laughs> with my cold, people. I, I, for some reason, I'm just having really bad sinus and allergy problems today. Uh, I did not mm. have it the past few days. I didn't even have it this morning. It's just like when I got home, it just started happening. Um, but yeah, thank you for bearing with me. And uh, Dylan Rand, underscore Randazzo, Twitter, Letterbox, Dylan Randazzo, 417 at TikTok. And if you're listening on podcasts, check out the Dill Pickle Movie Network, where you can see this on video and where you can subscribe for lots of cool videos. Like I said, draft day, vote in that poll uh, and get your friends to vote in the polls, too. If you if you have a person you, person you want to back, if you want to back Kelsey, if you want to back me, if you want to back Chad, JD, Brian, whoever you feel passionate about, tell your friends, hey, vote on this poll. You don't even need to be in the group. I, I believe you can just vote without having to be in the group. Like You don't have to get notifications. Um, so go on that post. It is linked in the video. Uh, and uh, take care of yourselves. It's been a tough time. Take care of yourselves mentally, physically, but especially mentally. Like Do what you need to do to stay calm or to just stay uh, at any level happy it's a very hard time but if you don't want to feel happy either that's okay too because there's a lot of anger out there it's okay to be angry as well so feel however you need to feel to get through what's going on hopefully get through it uh if i hope things are going to change uh it's been a tough time tough week uh but we are thinking of you all and uh of course we love the very strong women who have contributed to this channel including kelsey including trivia competitors like stacy and carrie and and just uh elizabeth who uh, i did a video on big brother with all the people who have helped my channel uh just women i really look up to uh and i see you i hear you uh it's been a really tough week and uh my heart breaks getting emotional but uh yeah it's it's been a rough week oh, but um, i'm thinking of you all uh and uh we'll get through this together so uh whoo didn't think i get emotional it's it's a tough time it's a tough time i've to be... been emotional Ooh. all yeah. day so it's been a rough it's been a rough time and happy pride uh everyone uh, actually this video is happening the day after the pride parade in new york and uh monday night there will be a pride episode of frame wreck where we'll be talking about a great queer cult classic, A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, which is so fucking gay and so wow. fucking fun and so fucking brilliant. I love it so much. I know people hate on it, but it is beautiful for all the wrong reasons and all the right reasons. So go check that yep. out if you want to just like take your mind away from some of the horrors going on in the world right now and just want to mm. like sit down watch a fun horror movie that is not about those horrors but is just you know this really interesting metaphor on on sexuality and queerness and closeting and just have a really <laughs> good fun romp of a time go watch that and then watch our <laughs> video we had a great guest on uh, to talk about that so check out frame wreck check out all the channel stuff uh, but most importantly take care of yourselves and and be uh and, and i hope you guys are all okay uh whatever you need comment below uh, if, uh, i'll just give happy thoughts if i can or, or just positive reinforcement or whatever i can give uh i'd be happy to give if, if watching this video is what you need to escape and and or or to just kind of just process then thank you for coming to this channel and, and doing so mm. uh but i've talked enough <laughs> let's head out uh we'll see you next week for some more trivia uh have a nice rest of your june people see ya